0: Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guest today is Jana Shogren. She is the Executive Director of Bridges of Hope. She's been on the show before. Welcome back to Community Focus, Jana. Hey, Tess. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about Bridges of Hope. We are getting to the end of the year here and it's been a crazy year. Can you kind of get us up to speed on on what Bridges of Hope has been doing and where we are right now?
1: Yep, I sure can. You're right. It has been a really difficult year when I think back to New Year's Eve one year ago, I we could have never guessed what we would all yeah. be going through this last year in 2020. But, right. Um, what you know, the the tough news is that, of course, as we know, we're we're just having hard times for a lot of our friends and neighbors in our community. You know, we've heard from um, so many people, especially the last probably four to six weeks, with food service. You know, go, having to take a pause again, and um, you know, right at the holidays. You know, so a lot of families facing hard times. Not quite sure how they're going to make that rent or mortgage payment. Not quite sure where how those groceries are going to get on the table and concerned about holiday meals and that sort of thing. So the the really good news is I want to give a quick shout out and a thanks to the community. Thanks to you all, we were able to um, connect you with 182 households who got Thanksgiving meals.
0: Wow. We
1: have been able, yeah, isn't that awesome? That's really good. Yeah, Operation Sandwich is is a part of Bridges of Hope now. And so, you know, looking back, over 20,000 lunches provided from summer through the end of the year. So we're talking just in, you know, six or seven months, 20,000 lunches provided. My goodness. So, again, thanks to the community for that. Um, You know, Operation Sandwich has been there strong for the community, but we've really tweaked it and tried to go above and beyond. You know, we added an MEA and a Thanksgiving uh, kind of snack pack, we called it, mm-hmm. for families in the past. It was just Christmas, but we recognize with kids at home distance learning, um, you know, there's some support through the school district, of course, but those of us who have kids, we know they can eat. So
0: yes. Oh, and they don't
1: families, stop. <laughs> I know. And if your budget is strapped, I mean, we're just trying to provide those little extras that we can to just help alleviate some stress and, uh, and um, lessen the stress on the budget, So a couple of things we've tweaked, too, again, thanks to the community's generosity. People have responded and we've received really strong donations for Operation Sammage. We've been able to provide um, hygiene products and some laundry products as well, because, again, those needs are just those are the little things that are sometimes hard to make the budget stretch at the end of the month. So um, we're really thankful for people who have been supporting that program so strong.
0: Absolutely. And the fundraising always continues, does it not?
1: It does. You know, it's funny. We, we are the need is strong all year long. But of course, at the end of the year, it tends to be when a lot of us uh, focus our mindset on giving, right? We're yes. thinking about how can we be generous? Those of us who have been fortunate to not be as impacted by COVID, um, you know, those of us who have kept our jobs and, and things stayed mostly the same for our families, you know, we're looking for ways to give. And so we do, we are in a year end campaign right now. We set out um, at the beginning of December, and we said, okay, we need to raise $60,000 from now until the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And we've been able to do that pretty strongly for the last few years. In reality, Tess, our goal could probably be 75000 or or $100,000 right. that we could raise, and we could put that money to good use. Mm-hmm. But we we just weren't sure where people's minds were at and, and where people's budgets are at. So we set out with a goal. We said, okay, let's just try to do what we've done in the past and raise $60,000. Mm-hmm. Well, here we are just a few days before the end of the year, and we've raised just under 55000 So that's oh, amazing because yeah. we still have a couple of days here left at the end of the year. Um, so, yeah, if, if you're listening today and you're still maybe thinking about where you could make a year-end donation and know that it stays local and it'll help your neighbors in the Lakes area, we would be honored to receive your donation at Bridges of Hope to launch us over that $60,000 goal. And if we, like I said, if we go way north of that, we can put the funds to good use. Um, yeah. You know, checks can still be mailed uh, to PO Box 742 in Brainerd, Minnesota, of course. Or if you're someone who likes to give online and just have it be done quick and easy, we have a donate button on our website at BridgesOfHopeMN.org. Mm-hmm. And there's a donate button. It'll take you to PayPal because PayPal is the most reasonable um, fees. You know, a lot of people are worried about those fees. And yeah. you picked the platform that charges us the, the smallest fee to make your donation online. So if you find it in your heart to to help launch us over that $60,000 goal here in the next couple of days, we'd be really thankful for
0: that. And for those folks who are not aware of exactly what Bridges of Hope does, I mean, we just obviously covered some of it, but generally, what is it that Bridges of Hope does, their main goal?
1: Yes, thank you. So, of course, like I said, we talked a bit about Operation Sandwich, Yep. Bridges of Hope is the, the entry point in the community. So, say you are somebody who just got laid off from your job or say you, your family has been in quarantine multiple times because one family member has it, and then you quarantine, and somebody else has it. Mm-hmm. We've heard those stories, and so your paychecks have been smaller, so, and you don't know what to do. You call Bridges of Hope, 825-7682. We have folks who are trained to listen, to take notes, to guide you through your situation, and help you figure out what is the, what is going to help solve the situation if the budget is coming up short. Are there tweaks that we can make to the budget? Mm -hmm. Are there resources that exist? Can we connect you with Lutheran Social Service? Um, If you're someone who hasn't had dependent food support before, we get that. But could we direct you to the grocery pickup at Sharing Bread Soup Kitchen Mm -hmm. each week to free up that money then from groceries to go to rent? So basically, our staff, they're experts on on figuring out. They've heard all the situations out there. you know, I'm not saying we know everything, but it's pretty tough to stump us anymore because we've heard a lot of different situations. Mm-hmm. We just have those, those recommendations, those tweaks, and those places we can point you to to help the budget stretch. And then sometimes there just isn't enough. And so that's where people's donations come in. Through our Spirit of Kindness Fund, when we see that you're doing the best you can you're maybe making one mortgage payment or one rent payment for your family maybe for Bridges of Hope doing that maybe that sets you back up so then you're going to be okay again because yeah. you're coming out of quarantine or your hours will increase again or you've got that new job so we can sometimes make that or oftentimes we can make that payment towards something to help you get over that hump and to get back to a place of
0: yeah, and sometimes that's all it takes is just that one thing. I mean, it's one thing could throw your whole world off, but one thing could also help. So,
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. And we have so many awesome partners. I, at the end, of course, we're feeling gracious, and, and sometimes I hesitate to even start throwing names out there because we have so many amazing funders. But I do just have to, to say, you know, thanks to United Way and to Crow County with the CARES Act funds and the Brainerd Lakes Community Foundation and Initiative Foundation. There have been some really, um, like I said, we have more funders than that. So we love you all, but these are some, some funders who have really stepped up specifically during COVID and they've recognized that we are seeing more volume at Bridges of Hope. So they have increased their funding to us and helped us. And, and it's one of the things we're finding too is that the dollar amount that it's taking to help people catch up that is increasing right now during yeah. COVID, right? Sure. So. Maybe what used to be a, a five hundred dollar rent payment that we could help you catch up with, sometimes now that's upwards of eight or nine hundred mm. dollars. We want to do what makes sense. You know, sometimes people say, "Well, what's your cap? What what's the highest you'll go?" Well, I'm not saying the funding is unlimited, but we want to do what makes sense. If we only help you with half of your mortgage payment, and you're still going to end up moving into foreclosure, well, that doesn't do any good. We yeah. want to solve the situation for that time and make sure that we we set you up for success. So we're just, we are seeing that dollar amount is creeping up. So Mm
0: -hmm. like I
1: said, those who can be generous and feel the need to at the end of the year, I promise you, we can put those funds to good use to get our friends and neighbors back on track at the year end here and into 2021 because as much as we all want, you know, the clock to strike midnight and feel like, (laughs) ooh, we made it through 2020. You know, hear that from a lot of people. Mm -hmm. You know, sadly, the reality is, I think we still have some tough months ahead of us here. So, we we anticipate the need to to stay pretty steady here into the new year.
0: And like you said too, Jana, we I think we've mentioned this every single day on Community Focus for the past umpteen days that our community is extremely generous. And when there is a need and a call for help and action, this community steps up. So we're asking again if you can help Bridges of Hope. Your number again was eight two five seven six eight two. Jana. Correct, yep. Yeah. Okay, and you can also go to Bridges of Hope, mn.org, or send that check to P.O. Box 4, uh, 742, excuse me, here in Brainerd. And we mentioned this a little bit ago, Jana, but let's talk a little bit about Common Goods. That is uh, that is one of your really kind of neat entities as part of Bridges of Hope.
1: It is. So for those who maybe don't know Common Goods, we have two thrift stores that are owned and operated by Bridges of Hope. One is on three seventy one. Um, just north of Baxter, and the other one is up in Cross Lake. So these stores are just a beautiful concept. So we all have things that we don't need anymore, right? They can't mm-hmm. put to good use. <laughs> you said you just dropped off some donations. Thank you for that. Yeah. So, of course, we always put the plug in. Let's, let's bring the things to common goods that still have some life in them. Maybe you just don't care for it anymore, or maybe it doesn't fit our children anymore. But if it's still so clean and in good condition and you would feel good about passing it along, to a friend or a neighbor, then bring it into common goods. If it's maybe not meeting those standards, it's okay sometimes to bless and release those items. Mm-hmm. We don't have to bring them into common goods or a thrift store to feel good, right? Yeah. So the stuff that's still sellable, um, bring it into common goods. So we are accepting donations in Baxter on Monday, Wednesday, Friday right now from noon until they're full. Now, Um, we're trying to just put some parameters around donations because we know now this is the time of year when we're all going to have our New Year's resolutions and start cleaning out closets. So (laughs) we just want to be safe and make sure that we're being able to accept those donations safely and that we're not overrunning our our people there. Plus, you know, there are times when um, we physically just run out of space. So if you ever come to Common Goods and we have to say no thank you to your donation that day, please know it's not us picking on you or it's not personal we are literally full to the rafters sometimes okay and then up in cross lake donations from monday through friday 10 to 4 right now no appointment needed for now you know for a while there we had to go to appointments due to covid but Mm -hmm. people will be happy to know that as long as we have physical space we can take those donations right now we we clean those items up hang them up whatever it is put them out on the sales floor all the profits that we make at common goods go back into the mission of Bridges of Hope. And I mean, it's incredible. We're talking Uh on a good year, you know, sometimes it's $200,000 that can turn around and and be put back into Bridges of Hope to do good. So yeah, it's incredible. Now this year has been hard. That's why we really do need you to donate and to shop this year. Mm -hmm. We were shut down like a lot of businesses were during COVID and and we experienced, you know, $150,000 plus of loss of business. So Mm -hmm. We really need you to be thinking of us and get out there and and donate and shop with us.
0: Again, the two locations in Baxter and Cross Lake, a great place to do shopping and to donate. And uh, are you looking for volunteers at this time for anything, Jana, or is that kind of being put on hold because of the whole situation?
1: You know, we... We aren't having events right now like Mm -hmm. a lot of people aren't. You know, that's where a lot of our volunteering typically comes in. I will say that our thrift stores would love to have you as a volunteer. If you feel safe and um, being out and about volunteering, you know, we're following the safety protocols. We're wearing masks. We're distancing. Um, But, yeah, our, our thrift stores can always use volunteers because then that helps us cut down on, some staffing expenses, which then in turn just makes more money go back into helping families in need. Mm -hmm. So we have, you know, for people who just like that sort of thing, maybe you want to dig for treasure in the donation boxes that come in. Maybe you just need to do something mindless for a while because you've got a really stressful job. Otherwise, we need people to steam clothes. We need people to sort and organize. Um, We just always can, can use help. So yes, please reach out to our our thrift store managers. If you are someone who would like to volunteer,
0: sounds like a plan. All right, Jen. Is there anything else that we need to let the listeners know when it comes to Bridges of Hope here as we move forward into the new year?
1: I think just you know we want to just thank everyone for being so receptive this year. We know we're still out here saying please give, please donate, and and that's the reality of the situation. It's it's not seeming to end anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So while we say thank you for an amazing year and all you've done for us, we do say, you know, if you're still looking for somewhere to make a year-end gift, we would love to to accept that gift at Bridges of Hope and to help our our friends and neighbors in need. Um, And I would just say, if you're someone listening and you're in need, please, we are here for you. And and there's no, don't be shy about it. No. We are hearing from people more than ever that say I never thought I would need to call for help like this yeah and there's no shame in that and nope. it's okay you may have been somebody who was able to write us a check this time last year but now you might need that help this year and that's what it's all about it's about coming full circle and being there for anybody no matter what income level we know that COVID is hitting people hard in a lot of different ways and mm-hmm. so please if you need us reach out at eight two five seven six eight two.
0: And again, you can learn more, too, at BridgesOfHopeMN.org. And if you want to make that donation, you can mail one in if you'd like or make it online, PO Box 742 in Brainerd. Jana, thank you so much for taking time to visit with us today, and uh, we hope to talk to you in the happier New Year.
1: Yes, Happy New Year to you, and uh, I just hope you have a blessed New Year, and we'll talk to you soon.
0: Thank you, Jana. Jana Shogrin, the Executive Director of Bridges of Hope, my guest today here on Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. And remember, you can always listen to the program anytime online at our website. That's 1067wjjy.com. You can also pull it up through our free downloadable app, and that is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.